0: Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. If you're just joining us, this is the Tech Mobility Show, formerly known as Roadworthy Drive. Welcome. Over the last 20 years, much of rural America has seen an explosion in the growth of wind farms and acres of solar panels, especially in America's heartland. And I can certainly speak here in the upper Midwest where it's literally been an explosion. That explosion, in fairness, has allowed our public, our power utility to be almost 90 percent generative of renewable renewable energy with them to be 100 percent in the next few years and to be, you know, carbon neutral by 2050. So they're on track. Well, certainly the income that's derived from rent payments by the power companies to farmers and landowners has certainly been welcome. But now we're seeing a small but growing pushback by some farmers and landowners and rural communities that don't want the influx of renewable energy infrastructure. This is topic B. Let me give you an example. Palo, Iowa. They felt that they saw their best chances for growth as being an area between the small West Lynn County community and a four hundred and ten acre state reservoir that's a recreational jewel, attracting more than a half a million visitors last year. This is a piece that was recently in the Des Moines Register. It's also they consider themselves this small town of fourteen hundred to be a gateway to the outdoors. About four miles from Pleasant Creek's recreational area's lake, which posts clear waters for swimming fishing, windsurfing, and boating. In addition, there's 1,500 acres around the shoreline for camping, fishing, and hunting, and trails for running, hiking, and horseback riding. And they feel that, with rolling hills in the woods, it'd be really good for some high-end homes. Think taxes, property taxes, high-end homes, high appreciation tax on the tax rolls. It's also why the city council of this small town voted two years ago to oppose Next Era Energy's resources plans for a 1,780 acre solar farm between Palo and Present Creek. And why city officials and residents are frustrated that the county supervisors basically overrode them amidst their concerns and approved the project. They really didn't want to be known as the gateway to the largest solar farm in eastern Iowa. What can you say? They said, now, when it comes to solar energy or green energy, we're all for it, but not when it impedes the growth of our town. And that's from the mayor. And for fuel disclosure, he owns an electric car and a house with solar panels. But when it comes to where the rubber meets the road, town growth versus being green, town growth each and every time. It's a cautionary tale. From Palo payload to Council Bluffs, at least, and I'm talking Iowa, solar and wind projects are running into a new roadblock. Their perceived impact on economic development. And doesn't that sound a little backwards? Because for many years, rural communities have seen an outflow of small companies and people moving away and basically going into decay. Last 20 years, the growth mainly wind farms, but now we're seeing solar farms as well. Uh, coming into communities, offering this kind of income to landholders and farmers. To, up till now, we're at the whim of weather, at the whim of commodity prices, uh, more often than not, on the wrong side of the commodity price. Now they're saying, yeah, not so sure we want the wind farm, though. Not so sure we want the money offsetting what we've come, our quality of life. Basically, it's becoming a quality of life issue. It's not about the money necessarily. They feel that economic development, another way, would be better than acres of wind farms, acres of solar farms. But here's something you should bear in mind. Again, a cautionary tale. Last 20 years or so, the state of Iowa lost 435,000 acres. Of farmland to development. Now, unlike solar uh, panels, which those fields can be returned to uh, agriculture over a couple of decades and can coexist with agriculture, we've done articles, we've talked about stories here where they call it uh, agriovoltaic farming and looked at growing crops in and around solar farms. In the case of wind farms, farmers can still farm the land around them pick typically corn and soybeans. These are not high input crops. You plant them, you check them for you, you know, spray for weeds, pretty much it till it's time to harvest them. They don't have to be out there all the time. Again, you don't lose the ability. However, once it goes to development for housing development or whatever, that land is gone and you don't get it back. Now, What's going on is these people who are having a uh, problem with these uh, new developments, they're not just being vocal, they're going to court. And this pushback comes as Iowa's largest utilities plan to invest heavily in renewable energy to meet their climate goals. Alliant Energy proposes to spend almost a billion dollars to buy those next era projects near payload and then to develop 200 more megawatts of solar capacity. Mid American Energy, which is the utility here in Des Moines, wants to spend nearly four billion dollars on wind, solar, and other renewable energy generation, as well as battery storage installations for when the wind isn't blowing or the sun isn't shining. Does this sound familiar, folks? It's actually it is actually a uh, strategy and a belief that people have known for years. It's called "not in my backyard" coal plants. Uh, rail lines, prisons, uh, other mining development. You know, we want the benefits, but not here. Take them somewhere else. We don't want them. But yeah, you can bring that power over here, though. We'll take that. People, this stuff has to happen somewhere. And as opposed to a coal plant, a natural gas plant, fracking, mining, a whole bunch of other things that are definitely worse for the environment and worse for an economy, particularly when they're played out. Renewables doesn't seem to be all that bad. However, while Alliant wants to buy the projects near payload, the larger of which would include 75 megawatts of battery storage, it asked the Iowa Utilities Board to approve it, but the regulators said no. In December, the Utility Board agreed to reconsider its decision but meanwhile, back in Palo, um, they're challenging the board's denial in court. And Lynn County supervisors, the one that approved the project, they're facing a lawsuit over the solar projects. Folks aren't just saying no, they're saying no and going to court about it. But here's the problem America needs energy. We got to deal with climate change. Renewables is a way to do it where it could be beneficial. They're not just coming in and taking the land like a pipeline with eminent domain. They're paying rent and they're paying market prices for rent to use this land. The land can still be used for farming, be it solar or wind. So the question is, is it much to do about nothing? Should there maybe be some controls? Because they do talk about approximation to homes and schools and stuff. And maybe there needs to be some adjustments. But honestly... This power is got to come from someplace and renewable energy is a lot less intrusive than pretty much anything else that folks can come up with with current technology today. I'm just saying. How do you feel about it? We are the Tech Mobility Show.